things I say that I can't prove. Hello out there. Hello world. We're back for another episode of Five Fins. One, two, three, four, five. That's, That's how you count to the number of fins <laughs> that is in the title of our show. That's how you do it. I mean, it's been a while since we've recorded one, and I'm sorry that uh, to all our loyal listeners how long it took me to put out these new ones, but now you're getting a whole big batch of five fins. You're getting all kinds of fins coming your way. Whole so big batch. <laughs> we, we, you know, binging is a thing of the future, so I feel like... yeah. That's how people like it anyway. We're you know? like Netflix. Give them a bunch to go through at once. Yeah, we're going to just drop seasons like Netflix. Just here it is. You got to wait a bit, but then <laughs> here's a whole season of Five Fins. But uh, yeah, hopefully everything will be actually be out and edited <laughs> by the time of this release. Um, so we welcome you back in after our last episode, which was about the first night of Lemon Wheel. In case you're yeah. curious. We will be covering the second night of Lemon Wheel for our next episode. I'm really excited for that. It, yeah, that's going to be fantastic. Um, and actually knowing what we're going to do, you know, with a little bit more lead time than just like, hey, do you want to record and <laughs> in a week and figure something out? Um, we're very professional over here at Five at Five Fins Industries. Suit Suits. We wear suits we wear, everywhere we go. Yeah. If by suits you mean pajama pants and a giant shirt then yes that is what i'm wearing is that different is there something else that's a suit do people call something else a suit that i don't know about <laughs> um it's like the pajama suit from how i met your mother you know that's a real obscure reference i realize <laughs> it as as i'm saying and i realize it um today's show is a podcast and today's podcast is about a show and that show is one that was performed by the band fish on Saturday, October 22nd of 2016. So we are on this show, what we like to go jump between new shows and old shows, quote unquote new, quote unquote, I mean, beginning with uh, 2009, if that's still new. It's new in, in relative fish terms. <laughs> um, and we can't use the, I was saying 3.0, but now we're in 4.0. So I'm just going to say pre and post 2009. How about that? That's a good distinction. Fine. <laughs> Yes, though, that actually makes sense. And I kind of like that more than... Pre and post breakup. One, two, three, four. Yeah. Breakup with... Unless they do five, because then, then it'll actually benefit us. If there ever is like a 5.0 upcoming, that would actually benefit our show. So... Yeah, we could do... Good on that, too, if if <laughs> if they break it down that way somehow. I mean, the more shows they play, the more content we have. And to be honest, at the rate we're going... Uh, we're going to die long before <laughs> we get to all these shows. <laughs> we're n it's not even going to be close. Um, so, so on that note, let's begin our episode. Before we shuffle off this mortal coil, we, we are want to talk about Fish playing in Alpharetta, Georgia in 2016. Um, so just a couple of things. Uh, for the Lemon Wheel thing, I actually read a whole prepared thing, and I was like, oh, I'm going to do that for the next episode. Did I do that? No, I didn't. But... Uh, I did think about Gotta some things. <laughs> yeah, I did think about some things. We are in the year 2016 here, and uh, I wanted to talk about 2016 because um, 
it, that is half of the reason that I chose this show, and the other half of the reason is going to become apparent very soon. Hint, hint. But uh, 2016 is an interesting year because, um, you know, now that we're back in the friendly confines of the post-breakup band, I can say that I was definitely following <laughs> Fish in this in this time period and mm-hmm. was... Uh, pretty tapped into the whole discourse about them and all of that. And I would say that the funny thing about um, 2016 as a year compared to, I think the other years we've done so far from the post breakup is that this is probably the most uh, maligned year among uh, hardcore internet fish fandom. Really? And I think it has to do with uh, a whole bunch of factors, but I would say that, the overall opinion of fall uh, 2016, which is what we're doing today, is more positive than uh, the summer tour. So there is a little bit of a of a of a uh, difference between the perception of those two tours. So we are doing the more uh, the the one that people like a little bit more. And I think it kind of has to do with the fact that. 2015 and 2017 are both in different ways like really iconic years for the band so i think that this being kind of the the year in between it sort of gets uh lost in the in the in the annals of uh fishery um so that's part of it and also i think that particularly during the summer tour i think that there was an overall uh, expectation coming out of 2015 being such a great year the fairly well shows leading into amazing if short fish tour culminating in Magnaval. Well, that's actually what I was going to say was that, you know, the 2016 kind of at the stuff that I listened back to kind of reminded me a little bit of the, you could kind of hear the dead uh, trades time with fairly well kind of shining through just a little bit. I thought, I thought. Yeah, I think you're, I think that's true. And I think, uh, 2015 also has moments where you can hear a little bit of the channeling of Jerry's guitar thing going on, <laughs> the proverbial nod to Jerry. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, I think that that's that's a keen observation. But I would say, yeah, I Thank just you. think also 2016. I would say, you and I probably maybe part ways on this. But another thing that I think it has working against it, particularly during the summer tour, is the. Uh, just insistence on the marimba lumina and look i like it Mm -hmm. and i love it in the places where it is appropriate but there was like marimba lumina showing up which is which is everywhere (laughs) it's like the donna scream you can put it wherever i I don't care you give it to me you said it you just said that that's that's, you can that was recorded put it down put it down in in fish tree (laughs) in And I mean, the people, pH in this one stands for five hens instead of the band fish, but it's the same point. <laughs> I'm just going to leave that comment you said right where it is and just walk right away from it. Uh, so, I mean, you know. Oh, I, it's on fire! <laughs> Fuego? It's, it's attacking me! It, it, it's, I think that, you know... Um, <laughs> I think, yeah, I, I just think 16, it, it, there was a little bit of just an unevenness in a lot of the shows. And I actually think you get some of that in this show, though I will say, like, I was expecting to make that kind of a 
topic as we went through, like the idea of like, oh, this is kind of average great as a year and da da da. And uh, as usually happens when I listen to things for this podcast, I just like this show more and more and more <laughs> as I listen to the point where I'm like, yeah, I'm not even going to really dive into that. Maybe we'll get another 16 show down the road. Um, it's also interesting. So 2016 is the year Big Boat came out. Um, that came out right before the fall tour. I like the songs on Big Boat a lot. I feel like as an album, it was a little strange. And it well, seems like the uh, Rolling Stone article well, um, that came out around that time, it did seem yeah. like there was actually uh, not necessarily fighting, but just sort of like it, that was like a difficult album for them f- to to, uh, to come out. And it seems like uh, with Sigma Oasis, they went kind of a different direction. They're, they didn't do as the big studio thing with Bob Ezrin. They went back and kind of made an album on their own in the barn and i just think objectively it's a lot better so but i i I do like uh you know most of the songs on on big boat it doesn't help that it begins with the song friends which i think is like maybe the worst fish song ever written sorry fishman uh oh well i was gonna say speaking of most of the songs on big boat Instead of asking you when a specific song was debuted this time, Uh since you have been researching so thoroughly, I decided to throw you a curveball because that is just hilarious. (laughs) And I decided by the at the end, can you tell me the songs that were debuted in 2016? Oh, okay. Yeah. So we go. There's not a ton of them, and I don't. I'm not counting the obvious. you know, David Bowie, the Halloween show, because that's unnecessary. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. So all all, all the songs that came out in 2016? Th- that they debuted during the, the span of 2016. Got it, okay. In shows, yeah. I'm not Googling it. I swear I'm writing down ideas because I think I know a couple right off the bat. (laughs) You definitely do. And I actually expect you to probably get all of them. There's a few that I'm relying on, though, as as, uh, my ace in the holes. Son of another one. Okay, so, all right, good. I'll have this going on. (laughs) And um, covers outside of Bowie will count as bonuses. Oh, all right. I like this. This is good because, yeah, this is it's going to be challenging. I'm going to give it a shot. Okay. All right. (laughs) You did say you had a surprise for this episode just before we recorded. And I was like, you're leaving the podcast. No, I I didn't think that. But (laughs) just announcing your retirement. (laughs) I got jealous that you have a podcast with Randy. So I kidnapped him and uh, (laughs) he's in my basement now. You didn't actually record one with him. (laughs) I was going to do a shout out for it. But since you mentioned it. Yes, I've reached Shout that. Shout it out. I've reached that point in any millennial's life, that special time when you start your second podcast. And uh, it is, uh, it's a football podcast in case there is a small Venn diagram of people who are interested in in-depth, ridiculous analysis of fish shows and the New York Jets. Um, I would definitely. There's got to be a good overlap. There's definitely a lot of like Jets and Mets fandom in, uh, in, in jam band scenes just based on the amount of like steal your face things that are available on the internet yeah and also just the size of new york in general like the city and the state yeah and the people down in the city the city is just filled with people who like fish and the dead everyone likes the dead though so that's that's like wherever you go i feel like anywhere you go in the world 
there's going to be a dead something somewhere. I feel like I see them everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Not everybody fish, loves them, but you can always find the yeah pocket the imagery. of people somewhere who are going to do it. Because, um, so, like, yeah. So the yeah. podcast is available wherever you get podcasts, <laughs> and it is called Just End the Show. And we are doing the whole season, so we're doing the rundown what show? East East. Uh, Just end what show? Just end the this show. show? Yeah, the sh- this show. <laughs> After oh, this, the show. I only I only did this show to plug the other one, so now we can just got end it. This show. It's all over. Have a great time, <laughs> everyone. Great. Thank you so much for listening. What a ride. We're we'll not going to do the second we'll, you know, one. We'll, we're just we, going to leave we, that. Yeah, we'll just leave you hanging. You should still <laughs> listen to it. It's like that. <laughs> Yeah, there was a sitcom that my dad told me did that. They had a special three-part episode, and they only aired the first two parts. <laughs> and so it was just oh over. man, it was like, did it get canceled? Or? It got canceled. Yeah, so they just like they're just like yeah, now we're not showing the last. It's like you're just gonna leave people there. Um, I can't wow. remember what it was, but he was yeah, like it was a funny, funny show, though. and it shouldn't have got canceled. And they didn't even play the last one, so you didn't know what happened. <laughs> um, anywho. We're not here to talk about 70s sitcoms necessarily. Yeah, I think I don't know. We did we did a pretty good uh justice on 2016. So, I think uh I don't know. I, we'll we'll get into the show. We have the stakes as to what's happening later on in the show, you know. Those cards have been laid down. And yeah. when we come back, we will have more five fins. to five fins welcome we're here today talking about fish (laughs) 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 maybe (laughs) i don't know i just saw a video (laughs) of a kangaroo boxing a human and it is hilarious well we're talking about an animal but that's fish with a ph who played (laughs) saturday 10 22 2016 at the Verizon Wireless Amphitheater at Encore Park in Alpharetta, Georgia. That's a mouthful. True or false? I always thought that Alpharetta was a racetrack. Is there a racetrack in Alpharetta? I've been to Georgia, but I've never been to Alpharetta before. I don't I don't know what Alpharetta has to offer. Well, someone should um, look it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so here we are and like I said, setting up 2016, we're in the fall of 16. Big Boat has come out. They've played some good shows already. And then uh, this is the, by the way, this is the Saturday night show. The Friday night show is also really good. If you want to check out just yeah. the highlights of that, check out 
uh well you you did i don't know if you did you listen to the whole thing because i actually kind of skipped around but mercury and especially the down with disease are big highlights from from yeah i just listened to a couple i listened to the down with disease from there i listened to a couple full shows from earlier in the summer one in particular yeah, it's funny. I told you to uh, to do that because I was like, I'm going to do that, and then I didn't do it, so I didn't hold up my end of the bargain. I got to admit, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a two-podcast household. I'm under a lot of pressure. No, I'm not. Um, I Yeah, we didn't talk about the shows we saw in 2016. Um, you saw them at the Syracuse. Oh, yeah, the, I did. Yeah. Uh, I did listen to that. Um, not in its entirety, though. I just listened to a couple. That one was, yeah, that was a great show. It was sort of like Darien, but you weren't there. Darien. I think the band maybe thought you were there with me, so they played like a bunch of songs that we hadn't seen yet, but of course you weren't there, so they wasted them on me. But, you know, I got a good show out of it. <laughs> you and saw then, Timber uh, into Timber into Timber. I remember yeah, that, that was, was a great. fun moment. And then and you drive. saw Destiny Unbound, which is has been a rift in our friendship, but I think we've gotten through it. <laughs> Yeah, we did just the last time we saw a fish, I believe, right? <laughs> um, no, I'm still waiting. Oh, but well. it's okay. It's okay. I, I, I'm, uh, I'm mostly over it. <laughs> <laughs> it would be great if that was. I really harbor like deep resentment. Just like I woke up in the middle of the night, like fuck that fucking motherfucker. I mean, that scene. wouldn't be very fair, especially with the sand <laughs> situation. That That's true. This is true. Forever, Reba so. was another one that kind of stabbed you in the back because you missed Oof. that. Um, SPAC show you missed the second one and I saw it the second night with Sunshine shout out Sunshine and uh, and uh, we're opening the set one with the second of two reasons why I picked this show Tw- one was I wanted to talk about 2016 the second reason was that we opened our last show with a Mike's Groove and I just immediately my mind went we should what about that 2016 show they opened with Mike's Groove turns out that that was tonight <laughs> that oh. that was this show and they open with the mike's groove that is mike's song into ass handed into weekapa groove mike's song will and weekapa groove these are both the ninth version of 10 they played in the air ass handed debuted in 2016 i'm just gonna say i know that offhand without knowing nothing we can review them at the end but i'm just saying <laughs> i know that uh this was the sixth uh, version of nine that they did in its debut year ass handed hilarious but we can talk about mike's song first um obviously we love mike's as an opener uh we had that last time we had the mics into simple beginning the set long groove at the uh first night of the lemon wheel festival um this is a good version of mike's song it's pretty typical for a version of this time uh it's the first time Mike's song has opened a show since 2014, so oh. that's fun. doesn't happen yeah, as often as you think. Um, I gave Mike's song a 3.7 fin rating. I thought it was pretty good. Got some fiery Trey stuff happening at the end, but um, yeah, I, I, I liked it, but didn't have... It, it's, a, it's great as an opener. And I, I like that a lot. I probably should have just bumped it to four based on the opener thing, but being a little stingy with the fins uh, early on here because I, I ended up handing out a lot more towards the end of the show than <laughs> I anticipated. Yeah, so I went I with 3.7 like, uh, on Mike. I feel like the uh, handing out of the fins is actually for a, a reason. You know, the first set was, was, is, is good, but 
second set where the real magic happens. But yeah, I, uh, we're gonna we're gonna breeze through some of the first set just as yeah, an FYI, especially I, since uh, we decided to talk about mm-hmm. man versus me. <laughs> <laughs> I also um, I actually went with the four for the for the mic song um, without knowing that it was the opener thing. I uh, mostly did it based on the transition into ass handed was really nice really funny um, i love it it makes me laugh every yeah. time that loud guitar screech and then yeah But the uh, yeah, so that 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 um ended up being a catalyst, and also it was a pretty good version of Mike's. You know, it's uh, eight minutes about about thereabouts. So had some nice guitar stuff. A little bit lazy in a way, but not not in a bad way. Maybe a little slow jam. Yeah, but, uh, the uh, we we're gonna I assume hit this at some point. Um, uh, yeah, definitely uh, a little, a couple wobbly rhythms here <laughs> in set one. <laughs> couple uh, hiccups starting <laughs> these songs out. I feel like like particularly the start of a lot of songs just feels like it's like what tempo? Okay, we're doing this. Nope. Okay, we're speeding up a little. Like, and they, it, you know, it uh, it's funny. I've been listening to the Dead a lot mostly. Um, outside of I've been listening to. Tribe Called Quest and the Dead, <laughs> almost interchangeably, <laughs> and also looking up the samples for the Tribe Called Quest things and digging back into like funk records and stuff. So I actually have kind of been out of listening to fish shows because when the Dead, the Dead can kind of take that spot sometimes in my mind. And coming to this, it's funny because there's moments where it is like, the, like the slopping it, the little bit of, and I mean this in a good way with the Dead, but like it's always funny to jump to a fish show where even the uh, little sloppiest moments would be like a really, really clean dead performance <laughs> from certain years, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, so absolutely. It's uh, it's funny though, because I was definitely picking up on that when I listened to like other shows from around the time or like uh, highlights from shows from around the time. Uh, I was like, yeah, the, there was a, there were a couple of uh, rhythmic snafus <laughs> happening in 16. And I feel like they were working on big boat during, uh, well, obviously that had come out at this point, but I think definitely during the summer tour that was that was part of it, but uh, yeah, I thought uh, yeah the Mike song was was good, not great. We agree with that. Um, Ass hand, it's hilarious. It's been a big. It is fan very of it. funny. Yeah. Um, I also think for sixteen, in terms of the uh, the new songs coming in, you know, Ass hand, it isn't on the <laughs> isn't on big boat. I'm sure Fishman pitched that, and Bob Ezrin was like, yeah. <laughs> hard pass (laughs) um but yeah i mean uh i've always i always thought it's really funny the three two three four down is is great i mean i gave i gave ass handed uh five fins (laughs) did you i mean it's an automatic five kind of and the and the groove i thought um the first couple times i listened to it it wasn't grabbing me but uh i i really liked it this last i just listened to the show again in full today and uh I don't know, you know, I was in a really good mood listening to this show because I was 
neck deep in Jets highlights and stuff and coming out of that and just listening to a pleasant fish first set yeah, <laughs> made me really happy and it was a, the sounds in your brain That'll and it was a and it was a nice crisp fall day and I had a cold beverage and leaves are falling and I'm listening to fish and I'm like this is uh this is the kind of podcast preparation I enjoy um I liked uh I liked the groove uh more than I, I had it at like a 3.6 or 7 for a while and I bumped it to a full 4 I don't know I liked it uh, so I had 3.7 for Mike's, 5 for uh, Ass Handed, and 4 for The Groove. Interesting. I uh, I actually went with a 3.8 for Ass Handed. It's just, you know, pretty standard. Although, like you said, very funny. Um, and then I went with a 4.4 for The Groove. Mm. I uh, I was feeling it. I was I was really feeling it. It's got um, some fiery trace stuff in it. Yeah, sure. it really, it really did. There's uh, also just a lot of Leo, the um, Sammys. Yeah, there's the, the and the chorus, the chorus on uh, Mike's bass, the that he is rocking with in the beginning is always friggin' great, and it just sounds so punchy and sassy. And uh, yeah, like the five <laughs> five and a half minute mark, there's some like heavy heavy sandwiches going on but it kind of finishes up after that but it just uh you know it spoke to me i should say in this set yeah i think like i said it kind of grabbed my attention the last time i listened to it somehow i i don't know if i was just uh not paying attention to it the first couple times enough or something but i really thought that uh yeah trey really kicks it into high gear and uh i don't know there's something there's a groove that is happening throughout this show that they keep kind of feeding into and it's a little bit of a, a funky kind of like uh i don't know how else to say it like ramshackle kind of thing where it's a li- they're a little like loose but at the same time it had um you know trey can really pick it up and lead with these big you know, peaks. And like you said, I think uh, it was also a really good uh, Paige show. And Paige obviously always has good shows, but this is one that you can right. te- you can definitely pick up on um, his sort of, he had added, uh, I guess that's worth mentioning that he had added uh, a whole bunch of new keyboard effects for this, uh, or I should say keyboards themselves. Yeah, uh, for this tour mm-hmm. that obviously would would continue to this day um, through the Baker's Dozen and stuff. And he had gotten a new keyboard tech around this time. So he's uh, he's he's having a field day, but he's still doing. Uh, yeah, pretty pretty much uh, keeping it keeping it regular on the on the groove, but just just playing his heart out. The next track we get to is Waiting All Night. <coughs> uh, this is the fourth version of Waiting All Night they played. Of four in 2016, um, I am really curious about your opinions of waiting all night. So I'm gonna I'm gonna leave with you. Nice. Okay. Um. Well, I gave it a 4.2. Uh. I, I like... gave it a 4.2 as well. Nice. Yeah. It's just a good song. Baseline's good. Uh. I like that they all sing in different parts. That's always enjoyable. And it's one of those songs where they're playing and you're like, you know, this is sort of a dad Rocky song, but it's also a pop song in a way. And we are good at writing lyrics. And if you don't agree, here's a song to make you rethink that. I love it. 
Yeah, and this would be um, the full band writing lyrics for the songs on yeah. Fuego. Right. Um, I've always really liked Waiting All Night, and I, I just think it's a this is a great placement for it, too. Like, this is a perfect placement for them in a way. Um, coming out of a mic screw to open a show and just have it be the, just, just waiting for you on the other end, like a, you know, like a, like a cold drink <laughs> on a yeah, porch. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> yeah. It's just a nice uh, little thing. Take some and, time. And, yeah, I mean, so this is the, the fourth version of, like I said, four that they did in 2016. It has been played four times since then. To me, that's that's too little, and uh, I just I I just really like this song. Yeah, I want I want more I want more waiting all nights out there to pop up in in first sets. Um, of course, you know, beginning with Baker's Dozen, they've also like changed the rotation with these songs and made them a lot. Every song is kind of a lot rarer <laughs> than it used to be in a way. Um, so. You know, I I really loved this song. I liked the version of it, and um, I also wanted to shout out that I recently started a job at a local theater, and their first show was a like test show with a local band, and they covered "Waiting All Night," hey. and it was and it was really cool. So shout out to the band House of Saturn. Shout they're out. Get the, they're gonna get the uh, they're gonna get the five fins bump. Um, they had a female vocalist do the top part too, which I think if you had to pick any fish song for a female vocal outside of, uh, uh, if I could, which actually had Ooh. one on the album, um, dirt would be good too. Dirt would be good. There's a great version of, um, nothing that's sung by, I, I don't remember the name of the artist, but that if you go to Tom Marshall's SoundCloud account, that's the song that starts oh, okay. playing. Um, it's like a kind of like a, I think it was the first version of it that was done actually before fish did it. But yeah, there's a couple, there's a couple of good female vocals, but shout out house of Saturn and shout out waiting all night. I'm waiting all night for you to be played more. <laughs> Come on. Nice. Um, our next song is sample in a jar. I, I'm more of a sample fan. I think than you are in general. Yeah. Samples. One of those songs Song. that, uh, uh, got me into the band as as a hoist head <laughs> um this is the seventh version of seven that they would do in 2016 here we go with the kind of like wobbly start kind of kind of lurches in <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're not really totally sure uh what tempo they're starting at or, or like when when the where the one is is a little bit of a mystery for a bit but they get it together i went with three and a half i i love sample in a jar this is just a regular average version of it and uh it's it's uh becoming yeah, i guess it's regular place you know i mean it used to be a song that they would open shows with or even play in second sets now it's usually mid first set and uh i don't know if you're watching a fish show in this at least for me i don't know when i'm watching shows in this uh when I hear the the opening notes of this it brings me back to <laughs> the wee days of my early fish fandom in a wistful way mm -hmm. and uh and i also just think it's a cool song that's a little bit like pictures of matchstick men which is another song i really like so i really like sample in a jar and i always have uh but this is a regular version went with three and a half what'd you think um i, I also uh i went with three and a half as well it uh also reminds me of things mostly it just reminds me of our dear friend mike because uh, yes big him fan. liking it and his shirt that he i don't know if he's thrown it out yet but <laughs> It's the sweatshirt it's with tattered. the sample, the sample it, in yeah. a jar. 
It actually yeah. is great. No, oh, not the sweatshirt. The 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 shirt. Oh, shirt. the ocelot is the sweatshirt. I'm sorry. Yes, yes, yes. The these are good. These are good podcast references. The one that it just looks wardrobe. like something would like a specimen. Like it 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 would be in a jar. You know what I mean? Right. So it's just the shirt is perfect, just like him. And yeah, I went with three and a half as well. Just pretty average. I like that our average has gone down from like when we first started, where it was like four, <laughs> five. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, adding the um, the decimal points really has helped me out because when we were just doing like every we because basically that means you rate everything either three, four, or five. You know, <laughs> it gives you three options. So I like having, I like being like, ooh, a little bit above this. Speaking of that. Uh, we hit bathtub gin next. I gave bathtub gin four point two fins. Um, I I like bathtub gin a lot, and obviously, usually we're hitting it at the end of the first set. Uh, we hit it earlier in this, I, and I like that. I like the I like the placement changing up. They did that. They were beginning to do that. I think in the uh twenty fourteen to twenty sixteen range, you would see more in the middle of sets. Um. This is the ninth version of 10 bathtub gins they played in 2016. <laughs> Another wobbly kind of start. <laughs> and just throughout, feels like it's just sort of a little... There's something... I mean, gin always has this kind of funny rhythm to it, but this one feels like a little... Like, almost slower and kind of weirder to me, but I really liked this... Uh, the, um, But I liked it in a way. It, it fit the show well and uh, had a fun jam. Um, not really anything remarkable, but really good Sammies, I thought, throughout this, <laughs> which for those uninitiated are uh, Paige and Trey duet things because we know Paige loves sandwiches and uh, it's a Paige and Trey Sammy. So uh, I I thought that uh, Paige was really a big star in this gin. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I went with a 4.6. Uh, a lot of Paige, like you were saying, uh, it kind of felt like he was in control of the jam a little bit, even. Um, even though yeah, we all know definitely. that in reality, Fishman is in control of every jam. Um, yeah, that's true. the band's not called Trey. Yep. Um, and <laughs> yeah, it was uh, or Paige. Did I say I went with a four point two? It um, it it kind of had four point like, six actually. Oh, oh, okay. That's what I meant then. I oh, I yeah. went with four point two. You can agree. That's with me why I said that. No, I'm, yeah. I gave um, it the same rating as Waiting All Night, so it might be confusing. Yeah, I went with a 4.6. I I did enjoy it, and there's like a peak that they build to around the 740 mark that I thought was uh, particularly um, enticing, and it kind of uh, pulls you in and then was like a soft release, so it was almost like you were pulled to the top of the clouds, and then instead of being dropped back to the earth, you kind of like floated back to the earth. So that um, was that, yeah. Not my extra fins yet, though. No, me neither. I considered it, uh, well, I didn't really consider it. Who am I kidding? Our yeah. next track, our next track is Rift. Yep. Um, Good song. I, I don't, don't have a ton to, yeah, don't have a ton to say. I, I, Good song. Uh, Rift, is always, Rift is always great. Yeah, it's always solid. Um, I thought that this was a solid version of it. And uh, yeah. I just went with a 3.5 and just moved right on. Yep, same thing. And um, all I would add is just, you know, the storytelling in the song is so much fun. It's so cool. 
I love paying attention to the the story of of what's happening in that song. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's a. There almost should be a term for it. it would be like a espresso song. It's like a shot of energy. Like a, if they if they're like, okay, we're bringing the energy back up. Not that gin is a low energy song, but it's like just that intro kind of. It's like a catapult into. <laughs> Not the song catapult <laughs> downtown. <laughs> um, it just sort of like, and now we're doing this. So here we go, bringing the energy back up. You gotta love it. And uh, yeah, solidly played. Nothing, nothing really else to say. Um, well, I have uh, uh, many things to say about our next track, which is stash. Um, this uh, probably unsurprisingly receives my extra fins for set one. Uh, this is the eighth version of stash played out of 10 in 2016 um yeah. just great trade stuff happening all the way through it um and sammy's big sammy's coming later on in it um but yeah i wanted to shout out mike around the 650 mark when the jam is kind of starting to get going i i feel like he's uh He's just he he's kind of driving it like you said with Paige driving the the gin. I feel like there's a moment where Mike kind of grabs the wheel uh, yeah. at the beginning of this stash jam, and it's really noticeable and cool. And and it, it seems like um, I don't know what our Sammy term is for uh, for for <laughs> my is cac, cactus cactus cac, cac aloe vera some aloe vera yeah, aloe vera. There is a good we were lathering it on <laughs> at the beginning of this. Um, there you but go. the Sammy's come back in at the eight thirty mark. Uh, just great, great Sammy work. Um, and and Paige probably safe to say is the uh, MVP of set one here. Just killing it. Um, yeah, hundred percent agree. At the ten minute mark, he's he's in full control. And then I like the uh, around ten and a half minute mark. Trey is is really begins channeling. I I felt like a, I had a real like Jimi Hendrix band of gypsies vibe Ooh. happening with this, where he was like the note. You know the famous the note in uh, in in Machine Gun. It's like it's like Trey is just he's wailing. I wrote down ten thirty mark. Trey wailing for dear life. He's trying to, in a Hendrix-type way, but still, but trying to really trying to get that peak. Here it comes, here it comes. And there's maybe a couple sort of false. Uh, I, I think Paige jumps a couple of times, <laughs> jumps off sides, <laughs> into, but then is able to recover. And then 11.48 is the, I just wrote the peak we've all been waiting for. So uh, a really great version of Stash. Stash is maybe... I, it's, I can't say underrated in recent times, but they have played a lot of great versions of Stash. Um, and I think it's clearly the standout here in uh, in set one. So I went with extra fins for Stash. Very nice. Uh, you pretty much said all the things that I would have, uh, that I would say about Damn the, it. the Stash. <laughs> uh, 
um, which is fine because it actually didn't get my extra fins, but I did give it a five. I saved my extra fins just for uh, completely uh, superficial reasons. Oh, okay. Forthcoming. But yeah, it was a pretty great version of Stash, and um, yeah, well said. That's what I will say to that. <laughs> Like I said, the 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 uh, the research for this is 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 nice. It's it's fun. I'm having fun. It's a good uh, um, yeah, no, th- I just think this is a a, gr- a great version of it, and um, they've really started to move stash into a type two direction um, a lot in uh, a bunch <laughs> uh, in recent years. Um, but this is just like a really, really solidly great played type one version. And it was nice to hear. I'm not going to say I prefer that, but it's it's nice to hear when it's just like, here's the song kind of the way they did it in, you know, a version of the way they did it in 1993, you know, um, yeah. as opposed to it be, being something where they're really launching off into, which obviously can also be great. Not going to, not going to criticize it, but I'm just saying it was, uh, it was, I was like, this is kind of scratching the itch for me in this set. So <laughs> really, really dug it. Uh, our next track is Funky Bitch, which is a Sun Seals cover. Uh, this is the third, <laughs> in case you didn't mm-hmm. know that. <laughs> he played with them at Camp Osuga. Uh This is yes. the third of five versions. We have 2016, which is surprisingly low, I feel like, for Funky Bitch. Um, uh, I, I'm uh, now yeah. I'm like very genuinely curious about w- what you gave extra fins to, and I'm wondering if it's no, if it is okay. not Funky Bitch. I gave Funky Bitch a four point six. It was quite enjoyable, mostly uh, a lot of Leo, you know, just Leo kind of all over the whole thing, and Mike being Mike, and uh, yeah, it, I I feel like it was a little funkier than a, a lot of the versions that I hear now or in shows that I have listened to previously, um, but still pretty normal. So, yeah, I, I went with a 4.6. Huh. Yeah, uh, I went with 4. Um, it seemed like kind of slow. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's probably not that much slower than funky. they usually do the tempo, but it was definitely, like, yeah, slow, funky. Funky. Um, I actually thought the Trey solo was real. I liked the... Uh, you gotta keep it funky. Um, I, I I actually I thought the the Trey solo also st- uh, stood. Out. I mean I I really liked the Trey solo that kind of stood out to me. That was really all like that was like the only note I really had about it, it was like kind of slower. See like pretty good solos, but um, you know kind of normal placement for it. So yeah yeah. Uh, our next song is your pet cat. So, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna grab that as a soundbite. Um, <laughs> so, y- your pet cat. Um, so something funny happens, right? I don't know if tr- it's Trey is turning on effect. Something happens right at the very beginning of it, but there's this loud like "wow" sound on the, yeah. on the soundboard. I don't know. And then Paige hits the wrong sample at first. He hits something. It doesn't work. And then he hits. <laughs> and then he hits the, you know, from it's the time of the ancient Egyptians until today. The um, person at the end of that story definitely gets eaten by a cat. Like that cat. Because yeah, how, how, how ominous is that? Until one day. Until it's one just, day. 
just want to shout out if there are cat owners listening out there. This song really freaks my cat out. I was last listening to it, or I was watching the webcast when they played it, whatever the last time was, and Samuel L. Katzen was <laughs> freaking out. It's because he knows that they're on to him. They're, he's like, I'm a, I'm a big black cat. Yeah, he's Shoot. a big, he is Are a big, beautiful me? black animal. Big, beautiful black animal. Um, shout out Samuel L. Katzen. Love that cat. He's so shout wonderful. him out. Shouting him out. He, uh, yeah, he had a, he had a pretty relaxing day. I feel like he had a pretty relaxed day. Doesn't he always? Um, yeah, he's yeah he's he doesn't he doesn't have a lot going on. He did get fed a little tiny piece of tuna, maybe just because I was having a sandwich. Anyway, <laughs> I I just went with the three on on your pet cat. Uh, this is the third of five versions they played in 2016. Um, what what did you go with? Now I'm scared. <laughs> well, you you shouldn't be scared, but I did give it my extra fence. Now, really, here's why. It's you know it's not like it's anything mind-boggling necessarily but it's super spacey in such a short amount of time and the sample usage is out of this world as you know i love the synthesizers and all sampling (laughs) type of things and i just felt like leo was all over that and they were very well placed now sometimes now like with the face plan into rock like you know he like overuse it and or use it in a weird spot but that in this version of your pet cat it was only perfect with how he used the samples it was so exact so gave it my extra finish Like I said, extremely superficial reasons. Yeah, just basically because you you want to play with Paige's synthesizer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Because there's like nothing remarkable about this version at all in any way. Well, no, there is though. There is. See, I disagree though. This is this is what this is what I was saying. Is th- he always uses the but and sometimes he miss he he just throws it out there. You know what I mean? It's not necessarily in time, but in this version. He's always perfectly in time with his and it's it just makes it better to me. So that is why. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm saying and think is that it is I mean, better. Th- that's a that. really, really it's a very unique opinion, especially because yes. a lot of people don't like this song because of the cat sample. Exactly. <laughs> Normally like, it would deter it, but... people, but this one wouldn't. I yeah, they should. If you are deterred by the cat sound, listen to it in this one. It fits very well. Yeah, I I just think that I don't think the timing is what was throwing people off. Well, <laughs> I think it's like the sound of hearing a cat screech. When that's you're what like, they think. Acid. That's what they think until <laughs> they hear it in this, and then they'll be like, "Oh, I get it. It makes more sense this way." That's how art is, you know. Sometimes you just <laughs> sometimes you eat the bear. Sometimes, sometimes you just have to have cat noises moved around just a little bit, and they're not so screechy. Well, I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> 
<laughs> We've been doing the podcast a long time. This is a really strange opinion, but you know what? I'm I'm kind of here for it in That's terms of I actually like. For. Yeah, I li- I like I actually like your pet cat. I don't the the screeching thing. I just find funny. At it doesn't throw me off that much. I guess if you're on the wrong kind of substances, it might be a little intense. Yeah, but, probably. Um, you know, probably awesome. I shouldn't say wrong. I shouldn't say wrong kind. But for that for this moment, I was thinking about. What, I don't. I wish that they were able to extend this into a longer jam and set two, and just you know, just in general, the chilling, thrilling songs. Just they don't really seem to ever really use them that way. Uh, yeah, that I mean that would be really sick. That would be really cool. If you know, and just like launch, just launch into like a almost like a tube type jam, but type you know like a type yeah. two tube, but like, like a fuse. Yeah, yeah, something like yeah, the very long fuse. Like very there's long there's fuse, ones yeah. that one's great. There's ones that they could do that with, and they kind of don't because I think they they wrote them as these self-contained songs, so they just play them in set one. But it feels like did your pet cat. It's kind of barely version of shipwrecked. Did they do that? They did one. in Mexico. They did one with the um, where they transitioned in and out of it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. To me, it's like your pet cat's like kind of <laughs> like it, it's, uh, most of the chilling things. Like they're kind of like barely songs, and I mean that in a good way. But they're just like you know, it's 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 not really a song. It's like a sample, and then just like a jam based off of that. So <laughs> it seems like they would make more sense Until as just pure. Day. Yeah. <laughs> It seemed like it made sense until one day. No, but it seems like it would make more sense as just like, oh, we're doing this jam that's kind of bordering on your pet cat in set two. So let's play. Let's just play those samples and then jam on that for 20 minutes. So then the live fish thing says, you know, your pet cat for 20 minutes. I, I, I think that that would be fun. But this is the way that they this is the way they normally play it. This seemed like this. uh I considered actually giving it lower than a three, so it's funny that it's oh. an extra pin's choice. Um, oh. That would have stalled uh. this conversation for a while. <laughs> um, the set closes with character zero. We get zeroed, although I guess zeroed is when it's in the encore. But um, this is the ninth version of 11 that they did in 2016. Huh. I thought this was fine. And I gave it four fins. That's all yep. I got. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, this first set, I just feel like it was, uh, you know, um, yeah, it, this is, uh, like I said, it was very nice and pleasant to listen to yeah. on a fall afternoon on my porch. Um, but in terms of, uh, this is not one where I'm going to be like, oh, you've got to hear <laughs> this you're gonna be like that with the, your pet cat apparently <laughs> yeah yeah just this then just it this, almost makes yeah. me want to i almost makes me want to go through exhaustively every version of that song and be like you should you are demonstrably wrong the version no, from such and such be. date i won't be <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna hold you to this 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 is the like you can never give it extra fins ever again this has to be that's your number one version ever. that's fine that I, really, I'll, it really is a shocking. T- I'm trying not to be insulting because it's you know, like <laughs> it seems like you really had a moment. Well, with your yeah, pet I mean, cat, but I just can't believe you would think that that's better than stash or. G- I thought, I thought you might go for gin. It, like uh, that, at least I'd be like, oh, okay, that's fine. Like that had a good jam, but like, like, or like any of the other songs. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Anyway, look, it's 
This is why we do it, though, right? It's I'm fun. here to court controversy. That. All right, that's that's what I do. I bring <laughs> the heat to the show. <laughs> the heat is on. <laughs> it was the heat of your pet cat. <laughs> <laughs> when we came, we'll be right back with more five fins. five fins hello everybody this is robot dan oh we've been just dan kidding been i'm not a robot i'm a yeah. human being or <laughs> dan has been replaced by tim reynolds <laughs> <laughs> they're not ready uh, for that no they're not no one's ready for that that'll be a whole special episode we're not we're we're not even going to explain that joke that's how quick we're going to move through <laughs> here so <laughs> uh we are here talking about the band fish from their Saturday show that took place on October 22nd of 2016 at the Verizon Wireless Amphitheater at Encore Park in Alpharetta, Georgia. Why does everything have to be every just just on? Uh, I wonder what people actually call it there on just Encore Park. Just just the Encore, just Alf, I don't Alf, know. the <laughs> Alf Center. And it's confusing if you're tired to talk about the TV show. Right, which is huge in <laughs> Alpharetta. I think they love yeah. it in that, specifically in that city. <laughs> Things I say that I can't. And obviously, prove. you're having a lot of conversations about that, uh, about Alf. You know, you know how that comes up in conversation a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's almost any conversation I have inevitably leads there. It's just, it's culturally ubiquitous. It's like right. Drake. You know, you can't get away from it. <laughs> uh, we got, we're starting out set two. In an unusual and fun way with Run Like an Antelope. Yeah. Um, this is the ninth version of Run Like an Antelope they played out of 10 in 2016. Um, wow. So this also had opened a set at Alpine Valley. Uh, I had opened the second set at Alpine Valley. So they were doing this a little bit at this time. Um, but funny to see it not ending as set one or as an encore. Uh, so that was kind of the most important thing I had to say about the version. You know, uh, it's pretty good. Uh, I gave it a 3.7 fins. I thought that uh, there were a lot of good Sammies going on. It's fun to hear it in this slot, like I said, and it's a really great, energetic, fun way to start the show. It also has kind of a weird um, Rai Rai Rocco section yeah. where I can't really understand what's happening. It's, it's kind of sounds just to me like Trey and Paige are playing in different keys at the same time. Um and I'm not really sure if that was a mistake or they were trying to do something or trying here. Trey was trying to transition into something or I'm not really positive, uh, but it kind of just sounds like it's a little sloppy. So I went with the 3.7 fins gotcha. for Antelope, but I like, I like, uh, you know, I like it in the placement. It's fun. And uh, the jam was good. So, so I went with a four and a half and the uh, reason for that was actually the part that you said was sloppy i kind of uh i kind of really like that you know how my ears are they like weird stuff and that <laughs> felt really strange and i was like this is nice i like it and also i kind of felt like it's uh yeah just having antelope open the second set you're like whoa what are we 
Where do we go from here? Usually we sit down from here, but they're not yeah. going to be allowed to do that. So, yeah, four and a half. Yeah, I, I, it's a. It was sloppy to me, but I kind of. It was like uh, <laughs> to me. I don't know. This show was it. It. I guess it grew on me in a way. Although I liked it even just revisiting it the first time. But as I kept listening to it, it was like, yeah, this is like you know they're having a fun it's kind of a fun summertime outdoor show vibe in a way but it's also a little sloppy but like that you can c- clearly tell that they, it's just like a like fun is the word that <laughs> comes to mind is it the, <laughs> it's a fun show they're having a fun ass fucking time up there and you know that 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 can kind of go both ways in some ways i actually like it when they're in a mood that's very sort of weirdly almost like ambient and somber and i also like when they're having shows that are like I, i'm thinking of the 2018 new year's show with the uh, tweezer the 12 2918 joe with the tweezer uh death don't hurt very long where oh, they're having man. fun but it's also super 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 dialed in and yeah. the jamming is is on and this is more like uh kind of bar bandy fun where it's just sort of like hey let's play this song fuego that'll be fun and then they play it really well, and then they're like, well, "What are we gonna do now? I don't know." <laughs> Let's. Um, that was kind of more the vibe I got. So, um, and I think, yeah, like I say, I think 2016, in some ways, I think a lot of the shows are like this, where they're solid and fun, but there's not like the most remarkable jamming. Um, but we do get to some really good stuff in the end of this set. It's funny too, cause I gave I gave Fuego a five. I uh. Oh yeah, oh. We, we didn't. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, I was no. Go ahead. S- sorry, you gave Fuego. No, go for yeah, it. Yeah, no, I, I was going to say. Point I loved uh, it. I loved it. I've been. Uh, there's a first. The first five of of several to come here, and um, I kind yeah. of felt like uh, it was the first. I know there's lots of good Fuegos, obviously, and this is not the best Fuego that ever has Fuegoed, but um, the first jam section specifically before they leave the uh, format and go into the, you know, sped up uh, part where they really get to the jamming, I was like, I was like, wow, this is just friggin' ripping. Like, yeah, Ooh. it's dark. It's like, it's cool. It's really, it's like kind of a, there's like a, I wrote down that evil tray starts around yeah. the seven minute mark. Man. And uh, then he, he, he has this, gr- he has a lot of great like loop stuff going on where he's like, he loops that little section and then he kind of brings that back. Uh, I he, love he, that. That little, uh, uh, whatever you want to, almost like just like a little distorted like bend, and then he kind of he loops it and brings it back. Um, and then it kind of gets like almost like ambient around like the nine thirty mark, too, and kind of goes on for for a little while after that. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, I I I, I should qu- clarify and say I really really liked this second set, and. Um, yeah, I thought. Yeah, this was a. I wanted to really point. To, I gave it a four point eight. I think I said that sort of, but um, I really was impressed by this Fuego. It really stood out. Um, I actually considered it for extra fins, <laughs> if I'm being honest, and I didn't do it. This is the thirteenth version of fifteen that they did in 2016. They played Fuego. So Fuego, if you're keeping track at home, <laughs> that's the uh, in the song in this show. That's the one they played the most in 2016. So they were playing it a lot. Um, as the as they as they are wont to do, I also just in general am a fuego person. I like feel like it's uh, underrated. How do you, how do you say underrated in Spanish? 
I don't remember because I haven't spoken Spanish in so long. Damn it. Can I just make something up? Yep. Can I say under ratio? I like Fuego. it. Fuego es under ratio. <laughs> I don't know. That probably means something really bad. That probably means like it kind of sounds like something that would something. mean really bad. Or that would uh, it would mean something really bad. But you know what? We don't know. We're coming. This is the cancel episode. We're we are. This is fuego content. Fuego. And that's uh, you know. That's what this this whole show is. Is just fire. We're just don't touch us. We're hot. Got to be careful. The next track is Runaway Jim. Yeah. This is the third of three versions. They only played Jim three times in 2016. Wow. Kind of surprising. That's actually very surprising. Yeah. Uh, well. In fact, it yeah, was, I guess it was surprising yeah. in the sense that I had to I had to look it up twice because the next song is also the third of three versions and i was like they did which we will get to but i was like wait did really? i accidentally not click on the right page yeah i know crazy um run away jim so this is a weird placement for it. it it's actually pretty well transitioned into though i like how it kind of rolls right into it um and the first jam before the i guess open-ended or or, or before the section that when it's getting when it in the rare moments when it actually gets very very jammy yeah that, that last part um especially rare in in this era um there's that that first section which is led by bike obviously that section in this is really good and kind of like dense and weird in a way that kind of feeds off like i felt like the beginning of the fuego jam energy also uh and so yeah i i really uh, i really dug that and it made it more, um, you know, this is like a random placement of Jim. Yeah. Uh, in a second set could sometimes I'm looking at it, the set list being like, yeah, that's an automatic three, you know, <laughs> that's like, it's fine, but you kind of don't want it in there. But, um, yeah, I, uh, I, 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 I dug it. Uh, I dug this version of Jim. It kind of, it, it came at a weird time, but this is kind of a fun, like I say, just like a fun <laughs> fucking show. Like they're having a good time. And this is a fun song to play. I can say that from knowing how to play it on guitar from experience. Fun to play. So I get it. And the g- first jam is really good. I went with 4.3 fins on Runaway Jim. Well, I gave another five out. I um, <laughs> I actually wasn't sure at first because I was really liking the Fuego jam. And then Jim kind of, it is a smooth transition, but it still kind of like pops out. And I was like, oh, you know, I could have done with yeah. another two minutes of the of some Fuego. But then once they got rolling, I was like, this is great. And especially at, like you were saying, that first uh, little jam section um, around like the 245 mark, there's like this squealy, squeaky sound that Trey is making and I loved it. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I, I should say um, good transition only in the sense that sometimes like Jim can d- really be this kind of like, wait, wh- where did these chords come from? And this at least right. felt like they were, you know, almost like uh, in terms of the relative ambience, like they were closer <laughs> At least heading to, in that direction. Yeah, at least kind of heading in that direction. I agree with you, though. The end of the Fuego Jam, uh, like I said, the ambient thing began around the 930, but yeah, I could have used another five minutes of that section for sure. Like, I, you know, just judging it based on what it, what the way that the set list broke down, I liked the, the fact that Jim didn't seem like it came out of total nowhere, but of course, yeah, I would take another... <laughs> You could you could tack another seven minutes onto that bad boy, <laughs> and I wouldn't have minded it. Um, 
we hit the song No Quarter, which is what a, song a is Led that? Zeppelin. Yeah, it's a cover of a band Lead Zeppelin. I'm sorry, Led Zeppelin. Now, if there's, let me tell you the something. The Led Zeppelins. So, if there's one thing I hate more than anything else, right? It's when a band that I love covers another band that I absolutely love and they do like a beautifully perfect version of it. I hate that so much. I'm like, why? Yeah. I'm like, why are it's you so making annoying. me feel so good about everything that has God, ever it happened? Just, it it's just, just makes me so mad. I, just, I just, can't control myself sometimes. <laughs> like, I just want to hit things or yell or just cry. Um, so, yeah, five. Auto five. Okay. Next song. Don't okay. even. Don't even. <laughs> I gave. I, no, no, no. It was. Right. I, I was so ready to just give this extra fins, man. I was <laughs> like, you know. I, so, I went with seven. <laughs> Ooh, I like it. Um, it's such a good this version. Is, this is the third version of three they did in 2016. So yes, they played Runaway Jim and No Quarter the same amount of times. That's that's awesome. kind of crazy. Also, the tapers section version of this. Like, did you listen to the tape at all? I did not listen to the tape. No. So when they start doing No Quarter, um, there are people oh. definitely standing close to the tape, and it is so hilarious. It? Yeah, like one guy's like, oh. Yeah, and then you just hear this one. You just hear a girl uh, in the background just go, "Holy shit!" <laughs> and oh then yeah, God. and then uh, just general conversation and uh, people going nuts. And then obviously when the dum dum and it comes in and like the heavy guitar starts and you just hear that ripple going through the clock and through the crowd wherever where people just realize like, oh. This isn't just like a intro teasy little thingy. Like they're they're doing it cuz uh, I'm sure not everyone there knew that they'd played it earlier in the year. Yeah, I'm Holy glad that you cuz you, you, uh, <laughs> you, you always listen to the audience tape too, right? Yes. Yeah, that's it's funny you say that because uh I was just listening to the uh a, a Dead & Co tape <laughs> the beginning of the second set of this tape, you know, they have like the tuning, and you can just <laughs> you can just clear as a bell. Just hear this guy just go, dude. Somebody up here smells like fucking shit, and then <laughs> and then there's just and then there's just a pause, and he goes, no, 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 not you, man, not you, man. No, you're cool. No, no, no. <laughs> it was I laughed so hard. I I just. I played it over and over. I I got it. It's the second. It's the beginning of the second set of the second night. Look it up on archive, out there. I'm going to. No, the no quarter, is unbelievable. I mean, I just wrote down one note, and that note is John Fishman. I mean, obviously this is an incredible performance. I Paige's vocals are always great, and they have the synthesizers on them, or the you know whatever it is the 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 effects on them. There's, uh. Trey's solo is incredible. Mike's always awesome. But Fishman, I mean, to me, just to be able to not only just play John Bonham's drum parts, but also very easily kind of improvise in that style. And he's not as like just incredibly like heavy, but he can tap into that while also still having this drummer jazz finesse thing. To, I mean, it's it's just uncommon. Like, this is like a... It, this it's just i don't know that this is not normal 
for a band to be able to <laughs> cover Zeppelin this well. And Zeppelin's a really hard band to cover. Just, you know, yes. as an FYI. <laughs> Dan and I can both speak from experience. Yes. Yes. And yeah, it, it this is this absolutely just blew me away how good this was. And I, every time they do it, it's great. And I've seen it live, obviously, and it's great. We've seen it live, and it's great. But, like, it's unbelievable. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, there's just I no one I would. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. There's just no one else I would rather listen to cover Zeppelin. That's just all that there is to it. I think I, I'm going to. Can I just go out on a limb? Do it. I'm going to. There. There's really only two in my. Uh, this is, I'm looking at it. There's really probably only two ways. That your extra fins can go. And I'm going to guess right now really quick. I'm going to say you did not give it to the next song. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. Fuck! (laughs) Yeah. It's so weird how you can't guess my extra fins. I just, you know, I like the weirdest shit, but this one I uh, kept it normal. I love Simple, man. I love Simple. Everything about the song is great. This one is really good. The only thing that I could possibly have to knock this version would be to say that it's not within a mic's groove, which is where I prefer my cymbals. I prefer them inside of a mic's groove, maybe with some yeah. I am hydrogen around there somewhere. Um, but good stuff. Yeah, just the jamming on this one was great. The there's a point at like the six forty five mark or so where the where Trey is like turning down his guitar and Mike's bass is becoming more clear and then he shifts up like an octave of his in his playing and it almost puts them on like the exact same frequency level and like whoa for like the 10 20 seconds that that is happening I was yeah, so hard I as a down. rock so I wrote down <laughs> uh Simple also gets my extra fins for set two. This is not going to surprise any regular listeners <laughs> of the show. But look, uh, I I am as Iculus made me. Uh, this is the seventh version of Simple that was played out of nine versions in 2016. Um, I wrote down, it has a real, uh, somebody, I've got a credit on uh, fish.net. I, d- I don't know the username, I'm sorry, but I did read the, uh, you know, the comments on the show. Okay, and yeah. Somebody, Somebody brought up the idea of it having like a Gata Jabu kind of vibe going yeah. on at the beginning, which is definitely true. Um, so shout out to whoever that was who said that. I'm sorry. I You know what? Next time I actually, I'll actually write it down. Um, <laughs> then, uh, uh, but yeah, it, it definitely has that coming out of the, the uh, you know, the regular jam. Also, yeah, um, sl- the slam from No Quarter into Simple. Ooh. Man. Yeah. I mean, this is that's why we listen to this band, right? That kind of stuff. Yep, <laughs> that's it exactly. It's just so and, friggin' fiery and, and sexy, and you're just like, wow, they're coming out of that song, and they're gonna do simple. You can, you only can, yeah. You know exactly what's about to happen. You just went through like the like in a good way. You just like fought a dragon in the pits of hell, and then they're like, yeah, now you, won. you can dance in a flower field. Yeah, with us. This is yep. fun. <laughs> they're like, thank so, you for slaying the dragon. Here is your princess. <laughs> I mean, and we're talking about a show that it's great, you know, don't get me wrong, but this isn't like a show that like people bring up or anything, you know what I mean? Like I kind of picked it based on the Mike song thing and just on this re-listening to it, you're like, this band, man, they just, (laughs) good stuff. I'm glad I started a podcast about them. Anyway, so uh, yeah, you got the Gata Jibu vibe. I wrote at the 730 mark. 
uh, is kind of when it starts going type two. So Trey sets a loop and then he starts playing in a different key, but it somehow works really well, <laughs> which is yeah. awesome. And then that kind of builds up. And then around like the 930 mark, there's that kind of upward chord progression starting, you know, when you know that it's going heading to like kind of a blissful peak area. Yeah. And, and it uh, starts speeding up a little bit too. Yeah. Around like, yeah, I wrote tr- uh, at the like 10, 10 and mark. Half, yeah. Uh, Trey starts hitting those high bends, and I wrote patient jam bra. <laughs> it's a patient <laughs> jam. But he does that thing where, you know, he's only, he, he, you know, it's like, bow. Yes. Bow. <laughs> and meanwhile, the band, you know, in the middle of, like, something where you it would be so easy as a guitar player to go, just make a bunch of noise. Like, he's, he's like, I, I can, I can, wa- I know where this is going. I know when they're going to hit it. And then, yeah, 1050, the tempo starts picking up big time. Fishman's all over that, which is great. And then around the 1230 mark is when it kind of goes to that. So, the, yeah, that builds up and builds up and builds up. And then around 1230, it gets to that sort of the kind of classic three chord thing they can get to in 3.0 jamming. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wrote down that uh, the 14 minute mark. Um, were to oh uh you get it just after that kind of builds to the peak and does everything then the four, 14 in the market i wrote down slow funky dirty sludge yeah yeah that's it exactly <laughs> would be a section you talked about like the your pet cat thing i i knew that i was like this has got to be a section dan is into right it's like yeah it's just super gross it's just it's great just builds all the way up into it and then it's just slime everywhere like you can feel it on the bottom of your (laughs) shoes shit hawks yeah (laughs) no it's great it's It's dirt in the face beautiful it's it's parliament funkadelic level yeah like just dirty just beautiful just bass synth Five fins after dark. Yes. Um, so, yeah, Simple Gets My Extra Fins. This is a good version of it. Definitely check it out if you have never heard it. And then we, the end part here, we're going to go for into, uh, I'm going to, I, I lumped these together. Uh, um, yeah, I think that's a good idea. So, 46 Oh, wait, before we continue, let me just say, I thought it was funny that Fishman started to play like a Weekapog thing. And then Trey was like, ah. He plays Saw It Again, kind of. He plays oh, the it okay. Again. That's what it was. Got it. Yeah. yeah. It's listed on .net. That's oh, uh, simple contains Saw It Again teases from Fish. Yeah. So, um, yeah, good call. Yeah. Oh, that would have been again. crazy. Because I want to say those maybe are in the same key, too, as, as 46 Days. So I'm not sure if Trey knew Uh what's exactly happening and 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 neither will the audience because the <laughs> coming up it's 46 days into sneaking sally through the alley back into 46 days it's a good old-fashioned sang sandwich sally sandwich um, sally sandwich with 46 breads 
Nice. Uh, 46 grains. So this is the 10th version of 46 days played of 12 total. This is the second of two versions of Sneak and Sound through the alley in 2016. Um, So... These two songs are very similar, and this has been noted before. Like, if you go to the 46 Days history page, as I did in college instead of doing work, um, <laughs> it mentions that there's it's it seems like there's a strong possibility that there was that that a jam from that like in a, in the studio that where they were kind of getting to sa- sneak in Sally may have birthed <laughs> 46 Days. They're 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 very similar kind of songs. Obviously, I like both of them a whole bunch. Um, so this is funny because it's kind of like it starts as 46 days and they play that and then they get through that and then really as the jam's beginning it just becomes sneak and sally but it's still the the peak still sort of feels more 46 days spiritually in a way and then they go back (laughs) to it uh at the end but it's kind of great because i just love the i mean it's very great I, i like the end uh where there's the peek into the return of the snake and through the alley with oh, Sally. I love that thing is crazy. And then it goes into a uh, vocal jam. So it's kind of like, then it's almost like ending a set with Yem, you know, where you're doing like a vocal jam toward the end of the show. It kind of was like, oh, that's interesting. Like they obviously were doing uh, Sally vocal jams around this time and I've done them a bunch, but to play it this late in the show <laughs> kind of reminded me of that. So, uh, I, I went with 4.5 on this whole thing only because I think like um, it's kind of hard to rate it against other things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's very good. So I liked it a lot. I, I, I don't even know if it's really the best version of it's not like the best version of either of these songs. But no. But you hear them uh, in conjunction like this. And again, like just fun with the pH. This little show, they are having a blast. You can tell. So, yeah, I, uh, I liked it a lot. So four and a half fins. Very nice. Uh, speaking of having uh, fun with it, I gave it a 4.6 in honor of 46 days. Oh, um, nice. That's a good move. I should have done that. I'm obviously, do that. it's it's not the uh, best version of it because, as we know, the best version of 46 days was performed at Darien Lake in 2011. Darien. Undisputed. I'm sure everybody knows that. You're reading that as like a like a lawyer, like Your Honor. We yeah, all, <laughs> every every decent person in the courtroom knows. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, there's <laughs> there's a lot of forty six days out there, but only one that comes to mind. Um, but yeah, the uh, the transition is great. It almost kind of felt like uh, going into Sneaking Sally. Charlie was just like, Oh, let's just do that. Like, let's just go. Like yeah. let's just almost like he decided he wanted to go into it halfway through the first verse, and he was like, "As soon as I get a chance, we are going into it." And yeah. it's just such a good song. Also, I want to shout out uh, that wonderful guy from Hershey in the elevator. You know who you are, and you are awesome. Yeah, the one that was talking to us about Sneak and Sally. About I, Sneak and yeah, Sally. So he was hilarious and jovial and um i feel like he would have really enjoyed this version of sneak and sally i thought i thought about him too i like how like at the end of this podcast we're going to mention that we saw fish <laughs> since the last <laughs> time we recorded <laughs> i thought about bringing it up but then i was like we're going to do these shows eventually and stuff that we've been to so we can mm-hmm. we can wait on it but that yeah that i thought about that guy too who had an impromptu i didn't realize it had been that long 
Yeah, because the last one we did was like right uh, before. Nice. Like oh right yeah, because we had bought tickets. Show. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah that's well, right. It was one, the after the first the, uh, webcast. The lemon that's wheel right. one we yeah. did like right after the. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, I remember now. <laughs> that's my goal to jog your memory. <laughs> um, <laughs> that could have been the name of the show. <laughs> get get <laughs> jogs dance over. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, this w- this was really fun, and it was a great way to end the show. Um, you know, I think uh, of the shows we've done, I, I, especially as we keep racking up episodes of like classic years and stuff. This might not be one we totally like remember. <laughs> so I do want to just briefly say, like, yeah, this is the beauty of this. Just going into like, there's no way I would have been listening to this simple if we weren't doing this podcast. Yeah, so. you know yeah, what fun, I right? actually <laughs> think is a good comparison for the 46 is um how fast they go into Sally is the uh, Mexico uh, ghost into Santos. How they just oh, yeah, yeah, slammed yeah. right into it. They were like, these two songs are very similar. Let's yeah, smash from, it. Uh, from 2020, right? Was the, it 2020? I know that. Yeah. Or was it 2019? I don't remember. All I know is it was amazing. Yeah, you're right. 2020, I think. Yeah. Yeah, because it was right before know, COVID. Right before the thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that that's something. Yeah, so. that's true. And they did, <clears throat> they did. Um, it it also reminded me of the one uh, that they in the Tweezer Fest from 2014, um, the Meriwether Post Pavilion show. They slammed right into Simple after going back <laughs> into Tweezer for like the third time. It's a good one too. It's a good one that you can kind of just ram right in there so <laughs> um uh so yeah so that's the end of the show and then we get the encore which is maki super policeman in first tube yep um, so maki super he's listening to some funk and then he wants to smoke some skunk that is great so i guess skunk it skunk is the key word <laughs> i guess and um, yeah I gave I gave this uh, f- I gave this five fins because it's Maki Super at the end of a show. I don't know, you know, it, it's uh, I, I admit that with songs like this and what was the other one that I gave a five to that was just like ass handed. I don't know. I, I I'm not uh, super analytical with those kind of songs. Yeah, I uh, I just went with a five for like a combination score. Uh, it's yeah, Maki Super and first two first two great wonderful ending. Um, and Maki Supa is just always so funny. And I think the funniest part about it is how hard Trey is trying not to laugh while he comes up with yeah. the things he's about to say. <laughs> obviously, the I think my favorite version, though, obviously, is the one. What is it? Uh, Bethel or he does the corn. He's like, that's yeah. what happened to fish. <laughs> yeah, that one's great. Um, so yeah, just the story. Irby the stories Hancock, that that's yeah. a good one too. <laughs> Van in Halen. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering if do they only play it if they like really smell somebody like smoking right in the front? I don't know. Maybe that would be a great. That would be a really interesting there's, thing to find out. He, it's uh, it's just so funny. From, he cracks me up. I s- he laughs so hard. <laughs> He's just laughing so hard. Was the fourteen? Uh, shit, I want to say it's twenty fourteen where. Page sings this thing where he's like, I, I or he's like, I, I I look out in the audience and this girl was smoking hot, 
then I looked out a little later, and that girl was smoking pot. <laughs> it's like just that was just so good though, and you know he had that one banked away. He just, he just had that one. He just, just saw her first set, that and then he was like, "Oh man." He wrote that on the back of a sandwich wrapper in 1996. <laughs> He's like, "I'm gonna someday bust this bad boy out." <laughs> um, Maki Supa was great, and then we got first tube. This one, I went with a three and a half just whoa. because it was like, whoa, I don't know. It was like, no, nah, I mean, it, nah. no, it, was, it was, it was fine, but it was like, they, they, is this because we missed it all, at I like, Hershey? I like is the there, drum. Are you mad? Are you mad that we missed it at Hershey and you were like, was, I'm not you know giving what? it a four. Because... I'm not going to lie. That was part of it. <laughs> but another part of it was that, uh, yeah, we couldn't get in. We couldn't get in at Hershey. We were trying to get in. We were waiting in line. People shout out people who were there. They know, they know, they, they understand know. the struggle. They were there. They were there. I like how the song starts and it's just Fishman playing like something <laughs> clearly got screwed up. And so that goes on for a little while. And then like there's another false start and then they kind of launch into it. And then uh, I don't know. I I, uh, I just said that I'm 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 not tough on certain songs, but I'm like, I don't know. You know, I always give first two a five. And this was like they didn't like really play it. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I uh yeah I guess I just didn't notice that very much. Um the thing that I love it's fine. about it was it, fine. I should have gone four. I should have been the, four. The, the, see that's all I wanted to hear. The things that did uh, you go four? No, I gave I did a five combined score for the thing. Oh. It's first two is oh, one of those songs. Thing. Yeah, you know what it is is that also in the beginning is that the fishman alone for as long as he goes I was like. Is it going to be sand, even though I can see that it's not going to be sand? <laughs> and then it wasn't, and I was like, you, they, every time. It's not like they are they sound sort of similar, but they're not the same thing, Dan. You just need to get your shit together and figure it out. Um, <laughs> and uh, also, I just love it being at the end, because then you go out into the night like after that, and you're just like, man, yeah. I am so ready to eat food and yeah. drink more beer like that was i'm so pumped up especially knowing dre's just running all over the place being a jedi yeah no the it it, it always it gets good i've just that was like but yeah it, would, it definitely felt like they were just sort of playing it to to end the show <laughs> like here we go <laughs> and then once it gets going it's always great and trey doing the jedi mind trick thing at the end is always fun and yeah, it was yeah. a fun way to end a fun show so i understand why they did it <laughs> Um. Yeah, this is a fun show. Good times. Yeah, I went into it thinking, oh, we're gonna talk a lot about how 2016 and Big Boat and um. Yeah, I mean they didn't play any Big Boat songs. They they sound check. Um. Uh, I I always wanted it this way, but they didn't play it. Um, I don't know. You know. Uh, I I it was a really fun show. It was fun to listen to, and uh. Now we need to get to this segment. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> because now I'm nervous. Okay. So every song that debuted in 2016. Yep. All right. I'm just, I'm not Googling it. I swear. I'm just writing down ideas. So I have. That's okay, fine. So Ass handed doesn't, you can, ar- that one's already off the list because you pointed that out earlier. Okay. So s- I know, s- so set your soul free is one of them, right? No. Oh, is that 2018? Shit. It must okay. be. So is yeah. a lot of so a lot of them are gonna be the big boat songs. Yes. Okay, so I'm gonna say Friends. Yep. Waking Up Dead. Wow. Yeah. Uh, more. Yep. Uh, things people do. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which ones did they play before? Oh, Petrichor. Oh wow! Yeah. God 
Um, what what number am I up to? <laughs> you have one, two, three, four, five, six of, and I was wrong. There was fifteen, not fourteen. Six of fifteen, including, but fifteen includes covers, right? Yes. So how many originals are there? Um. Well, what do you mean when you say originals? Oh, running out of time. Yes. <laughs> oh, what do I mean? Um, and you're we're not yet because we're not doing the the Bowie Halloween shit. That would just be, right. Yeah, that's um, just too absurd to be like know all of the songs on Ziggy Stardust, which is like a 17 song album. Yeah, I actually would maybe be able to do it, but um, so <laughs> it is a good album. Uh, okay. Wait, so how many do I have? Do you know? You have six, seven. You have seven now. Seven out of... Fifteen. Fifteen. And of that fifteen, only (laughs) one, two, three, four of those are Fish the um, Band songs. Okay, let's go. Wow, what? No, come on! How? Well, they played that. Son of a they bitch. played that. The, they played that the night before. You son I mean, of a bitch! Uh, I'm not looking at set list. I swear. Um, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's they impressive. debuted some of the. What did they do? Oh, Breath and Burning. Yep. Um, that one I'm surprised took you. That uh, one. Home. Yep. I mean, I'm just doing. I'm just thinking of songs on Big Boat. Yeah, you should keep doing that that, that, because you're almost done with those. Yeah. um. (laughs) One of them they've only played Uh, four times total. um, Oh, I always wanted it this way. Yeah, question. Is that on Big Boat, though? That's not. It is on Big Boat? I thought it was a Trace solo. Or I thought it was a Page Solo song. So I was wrong about that. So you have still two that are. I think they're both on Big Boat. Um, it would be a shame if you missed any of them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <damn>. <laughs> um, oh man, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm still missing. I'm still missing one from from Big Boat, right? I think so. Possibly two. Um. Cause I know, cause cause Blaze on and No Men's they debuted in fifteen, so they're so they're on Big Boat, but they they already those wouldn't count. So yeah, they're both on. They're both on Big Boat. Yeah, and then oh, there man. are two How that I are covers know. as well. So so I have four left. Yeah, if you the covers are just um, <laughs> bonus points though. One of the covers is actually kind of obvious if you think about a tradition that they started that year oh um, because i think i can i think i really can get this so the songs the songs you have said already from big boat are i always wanted it this way petrichor home more breath and burning waking up dead things people do friends and running out of time there are two also on that album that you have not mentioned. Oh, um, fucking Tide Turns. Oh, nice. And that was one I thought that you wouldn't get. Yeah. 
The last one they still do. I think. Um, it's a hammy song. Oh, there's a hint. Because uh, um. they performed it with the ham, the the grand ham himself. Oh, miss you. Yeah. There's certain songs where it feels like they're. Yeah, that one just it feels older than that, even though it's not. Yeah, yeah. and there are two covers, both of whom are bands that we have mentioned during this podcast specifically. Oh, okay. Well, they did Space Oddity. Yep, that's one. At Wrigley Field. And then... Um, the other one happened in January, if that helps. January 17th. Wait, January 17th? January 17th. And like I said, it was a tradition. Yeah, was, that, was, that the, uh, uh, was that the jazz festival? Nope. Oh. It was in Barcelo Maya, in Riviera Maya, oh, in Quintana right, Roo, right, right. Mexico. Oh, um, the ocean. Yeah. yeah that's all of them. You had to kind of lead me to the... Well, that's okay, that, though. That's fine, right? Like I didn't look anything up. I'm just going to say that. I didn't look it up. The first, <laughs> the first like, railing off that you got of all of them was shocking enough, and getting Let's Go without... That was when yeah, I was like, oh, I'm going to get him with this because they've only played it the one time or whatever. That's back, right? Yeah, they, the uh, le- the Rolling Stone article mentions how Let's Go was a song that Mike really wanted on the album. And I just got to say, I'm sorry. Look, Mike, I love you. Your songs are great. I'm a big fan of the Mike songs. That is so bad. I'm sorry. That song <gasps> is terrible. I'm Agree sorry. to disagree. I can't get, I can't get into it. Um, so did you listen to it? Yeah, I get where you're coming from, though. Like, it is, it has, like, a huge cheese factor, but the uh, backing vocals are great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 not, not my favorite. That was a great it's sound. Like, it was. The, it's. It's. It, it has a. It has a line vibe to me that I can't. Okay, shake that's fair. From my. From my bones. Um. Well, that was more fun for you and me. I'm sure that it was for the audience. Uh, oh, they, they live for that stuff. <laughs> they tell me all the time. For 20 minutes of silence, that's all. I'm like, fuck, damn it. What's the. <laughs> I saw Tide Turns too in LA. Like you really? That, that was wow. yeah. How did I not realize that when I was looking at the song uh, that they had played it? They played it in well, 2018 also. Yeah, that's when. Uh, yeah, that's when I saw it. In LA really? At the Forum, that's the right? only time that they had played it since 2016. Yeah, yeah, because it's at the LA Forum, right? That's so I random. Believe. Yeah. Um, wow. This has been a lot of fun. So we did this 2016 show, and then we are going to go right back into Limestone, Maine. For night two of the Lemon Wheel Festival, this is going to be fun, and want to thank anybody out there who is listening, and thank to you. tell them to like subscribe and stuff, I guess, and all that. <laughs> Hit those buttons, whatever, wherever whatever they you're are, supposed whatever to do, you're with the thing, yeah. and we just yeah, and most importantly, like go listen to tells you to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just don't even bother. <laughs> we will see you back in Limestone for our next episode. Bye. Bye, everybody.